if you do the research and you, you know how to get the show up and running, or if you're fortunate enough to have a, a, a production team, it's uh, fairly easy to make the content that you want to make that's in your space. You have, don't have a filter. You don't have a, a company that you have to go through in order to like approve what you're talking about. You can just do what you feel is the right thing to do, develop your show, and then put it out there. Welcome to Improv is No Joke podcast, where it's all about becoming a more effective communicator by embracing the principles of improvisation. I'm your host, Peter Margaritas, the self-proclaimed chief edutainment officer of my business, The Accidental Accountant. My goal is to provide you with thought-provoking interviews with business leaders so you can become an effective improviser, which will lead to building stronger relationships with clients, customers, colleagues, and even your family. So let's start the show. Welcome to episode number 55, and today's guest is Cody Boyce, who is the founder of Podcast Masters, and his company produces my podcast. Cody, welcome, and thank you for taking time out of your schedule to be a guest on my podcast today. Pete, and thank you for having me. This is a pleasure. Now, listen, everybody, we just pulled the curtain back from the Wizard of Podcasting. That is the voice of Cody Boyce. <laughs> As I said, he is the guru, the genius behind. He makes me look good, and that, ta- that takes a lot of work. <laughs> and, you know, the reason I asked him to be on my podcast today is because the amount of feedback from my guest and, and, and the audience out there has just been overwhelming at times, and I forward this stuff to him, and, and I think let's talk to the expert about podcasting. And so let's just go right to the source. And, and that's why I think, Cody, you can be an outstanding guest today. But before we get into those, those pieces, can you um, just tell us a little bit about who Cody is and, and, and how did you fall into this? Um, yeah, absolutely. So my background is in music. I studied music here in Columbus at Otterbein College in Westerville, uh, focusing guitar and then started getting uh, specialized in audio production and recording. So once I graduated, I was, you know, doing gigs, I was doing recordings and some composing and production work. And then um, when I discovered podcasting, having that background of recording kind of lended itself well to to get involved with it. I had a buddy that had been listening to a variety of shows and was just saying, you know, week after week, dude, you got to start listening to these. You got to start listening to these. And this was like 2013, I think. And I started with Joe Rogan, uh, the Joe Rogan Experience show, which is still to this day, my favorite podcast. And then it was just, you know, a whirlwind from there. I just started downloading as many as I could, then decided to, you know, plug my mics in since I already had them and, and start recording a few things of my own with, with a buddy of mine. And that, that got rolling and then started doing some freelance work and it just kind of spiraled out of control. It's just been the snowball since like 2013, 2014. Yeah, because I, I remember when I when I was thinking about doing this, uh, I, I in my research, I knew I didn't have time to do the, the post-production work. And I was just like searching around the interwebs, and I came across this company called Podcast Masters. And I looked down at the address, and it was New Albany, Ohio. I went, that's really weird. Uh, the 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 finding someone in my backyard and we've met a couple of times to talk about some stuff, uh, was kind of ironic and, um, you know, I'm glad I found you. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm glad the, uh, the site popped up for you. That's, it's funny that, that you found me being so close. You were actually uh, our first client that was in the city of Columbus. You know, every, everyone that we worked with 
up until that point, I've met online on Facebook or, you know, through referrals all over the globe, but you are actually our first show from <laughs> Columbus. So, and, and how many shows now do you have in Columbus? In Columbus, uh, we have five or six here that are here in the city. Uh, my wife started a show at the end of last year. So that, that was uh, another big one that we started working on. And, and you're charging her double, right? Of course, yeah. <laughs> but of, but of course. <laughs> so, um, I mean, I've, I've heard when I got into it, a friend of mine had been telling me for years, Pete, you got to start a podcast. And I just kind of hemmed and hawed. And why do people really get into podcasting? Because it's really a, a radio show, a micro radio show. Right. Yeah, it's it's radio, but it's to a, such a level of accessibility that is just kind of unprecedented. And accessibility in terms of hosting a show and being a listener of a show, you know, you can download as many shows as you want for free and listen to them at your convenience. And the, the strongest thing that I think about audio as opposed to video or as opposed to written word is that it's such a passive activity that you can do and still absorb the information. You know, that's why I think there's been such a, uh, a huge growth in the space here in podcasting is because you can throw a show on on your commute, at the gym, while you're on your walk, whatever it is, and be able to multitask and still digest that information. And uh, as far as hosting goes, if you do the research and you, you know how to get the show up and running, or if you're fortunate enough to have a, a, a production team, it's uh, fairly easy to make the content that you want to make that's in your space. You have, don't have a filter. You don't have a, a company that you have to go through in order to like approve what you're talking about. You can just do what you feel is the right thing to do, develop your show, and then put it out there. And that's probably the most fun that I've had is going out there and just being as creative as possible and testing out different things at different times and not having to, oh, I got to get my boss to approve this. Right. Um, and having that freedom, as well as you said, I always wonder when I when I watch somebody when they get their earbuds in or even if I'm watching a basketball game and the players are coming out and they got their headphones on, the natural assumption is that they're listening to music. Right. But which could actually be the opposite. They could be listening to some type of podcast, spoken word or something versus the music itself. Right. Yeah, exactly. That's one thing that I've started wondering now as I see people with headphones is what are they actually listening to? And uh, it's funny that you mentioned sports players coming out too, because there's not just like interview shows or like talk radio style shows up on iTunes anymore. I mean, there's, there's yoga sequence podcasts that I've seen. There's, you know, inspirational short, you know, three to five minute inspirational quotes kind of to get you amped up for your day or whatever you're getting involved in. So it's just such a wide variety now. That's neat. I haven't seen uh, the the inspirational quotes, I'll, uh, but I'll look for them because I, I was watching the uh, the finals last night of the NBA, and, and I saw Kevin Durant come out, and he had his headphones on, and I swear he was listening to my podcast. Maybe that's what won the game for him. I don't, well, <laughs> my God, we're in Ohio. I'm going to be you know, I'm going to be cast out of the state <laughs> right now by saying that. Holy cow! So. It, People start a podcast to get whatever message that they want to get out to much to a, a wider audience than the written word. You know, like talking by, from a commute. Like I said, you can put it in, you can listen to it versus you can't do it with video in a car. You can't do it with video um, as a passenger at times because uh, uh, of connectivity. But with a podcast that you've got downloaded, you're consuming content constantly. Yeah, and it makes it, it's just easier for you to do multiple things. It saves you time. It makes you, I would say in a lot of ways, it makes you more productive uh, throughout the day because you don't have to allot, you know, a specific amount of time to listen to something, to study or digest, you know, an interview or an informational podcast. You can get it done in the meantime while you have other stuff happening. 
And I, th- I think the, the, the piece about podcasts is maybe a lot of people don't think about, we talk about lifelong learning. And I, I believe with podcasting, we're, and those who listen to a lot of podcasts, we're going, we're actually going through that lifelong learning process because we're consuming so much information. And then it's, it's placing these placeholders in our mind and giving us these ideas on how that we can be more productive in life, how we can do things differently, how we can be funnier. I think that's probably one of the most powerful pieces of either producing a podcast and putting a podcast on or the actual listening to the podcast. Yeah. I mean, there's ridiculous like ideas that I never thought I would have. And once I started getting involved in business and, and growing the company, just ways of doing business or different ideas to be more productive or to help build the team, help grow the company, help market to new clients, stuff that I never thought of by myself. And listening to other shows or listening to, uh, you know, one of my favorite types of podcasts is where it's an interview, but less of an interview. It's more of like a case study of how someone started X company and took it from, from here to there. And those are the ones that really give me the most information. So yeah, I mean, it just expands your knowledge like crazy and it's all free, which is the most ridiculous part. Yeah. It's, um, so about teams. So you, you mentioned Joe Rogan, who are some of your other favorite, uh, podcasts that you listen to outside of the ones that you produce? Well, Joe Rogan, and if anyone has heard that, you know, it's like um, very, you know, off the cuff conversational style. There's no rules. There's no structure. They just kind of chat. And the thing that I love about it is that he has so many different guests. He'll have like a neuroscientist on one week and then a UFC fighter and then a comedian and then uh, like a traveler or something. And it's just a very eclectic mix. And there's a few shows that are kind of like that, that I, that I really dig. Tangentially speaking with Chris Ryan is another one. He's been kind of traveling around and just doing interviews with people that he meets. Uh, it's been very interesting to, to listen to. Those are two of my favorites that I listen to at the moment. Um, and I wish I could list more, but with the volume of shows that we're working on and the length of the shows that I listen to, it's hard to fit so many in. Well, yeah, I guess, you know, the, 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 uh, the cobbler doesn't have shoes for his kids. <laughs> you know, uh, and, and one of the first shows that I, I started listening to, and I, I, I listen to a lot as I enjoy Pat Flynn's Smart Passive Income because it's given me a ton of different ideas and, and around my podcast, as well as putting some things in play and creating some type of passive income stream. Yeah, and that guy is just a like endless, endless, endless stream of ideas. I mean, the amount of episodes that he puts out on a regular basis is just crazy. And I think he's now doing live on Facebook and, and taking going down that path. And he started probably in his basement with, with a microphone and just started recording this. And he's been doing what, for five, six years? Yeah, I think so. And that's what you just mentioned, kind of starting small and starting off, you know, kind of low budget if if you need to. That's one of the things that I really enjoy watching as shows progress is starting out with a single microphone using Skype, kind of like what we're doing right now. But then you evolve, you get more people in the room, maybe you add video, maybe you're you're producing extra content, you're doing interviews on the road, you're doing stuff while you're traveling. It's just really cool to see how you can start small and as things pick up, you can just grow into something that you really when you started, maybe you couldn't even really foresee happening. Uh, amen. Because <laughs> um, I'm coming up on the, the one year, your episode is just before the one year anniversary. And I, I like I said, I, don't, I had no idea where this thing was going to take me. I, I All I knew is I had a message I wanted to get out there. 
And I looked at my numbers the other day and, I, you know, I had over, it's a good start. I had over 9,000 downloads w- within that year. I've been downloaded in every state in the U.S. I've been in 120 cities and 35 countries. Even the Russian Federation has downloaded an episode or two of mine. <laughs> so, so Putin must be listening to me too. <laughs> it's inspiring, right? When you see just kind of the reach that you have, you know, just from, from uploading a show to one or two sources that you can get all across the globe. It's kind of crazy. It is. And when I think about those who are in business, especially entrepreneurs, it's almost like a must. You should have a podcast because it's a great way of getting your message, your brand, your service out there in the marketplace. It's great advertising. And it's it's got a, 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 a length and a breadth and a depth that is worldwide. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, especially for entrepreneurs, that's the majority of, uh, of kind of the shows that we work with just because it has more of a, a business focus and um, the shows are leading into products or services or uh, the, the brand authority really is what I like to say of the entrepreneur themselves. It's just a really easy way to kind of establish yourself in your niche and wh- whatever you're an expert at, you can get on the mic and you know, gradually people will be listening and you know, you're kind of establishing yourself in your space. Yeah, it's it's been fun to watch the, the numbers grow over the uh, uh, over the past year, and, and at times there'll be these huge spikes. And I, I guess for those of you who are ever thinking about this, well, I think one of the frustrations that you'll run into is getting great demographics of your audience, uh, because what I see is the amount of downloads geographically or whatever, but the demographic makeup, or if I'm getting these spikes, where exactly and how uh, I don't have, we don't have access to that information. And you'll be very excited for me to say what I'm about to say, because uh, last week at Apple's yearly worldwide developer conference, they had a specific session on podcasting and they announced a lot of new changes that are going to be coming up once the, uh, the new phone OS iOS 11, once that drops Later this fall, around when the new iPhone comes out, they're going to be upgrading a bunch of stuff. There's going to be a new analytics platform from iTunes that's going to give you way more in-depth uh, stats in terms of subscribers, how many subscribers are actually listening, how long they're listening, where they're coming from, what parts they fast-forward through of the show. It's going to be really crazy, and I'm so excited for that to happen. Oh, my God, it's Christmas in June. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I just it, they just wow. they just kind of rolled that out last week, so we're all kind of... It's not implemented yet, so we have the news, and we're all kind of like salivating, ready to see what's going to happen. So is this a move forward? We can't move back and look at prior stuff. This is things that happen going on a, on a forward-looking basis, right? Uh, that I don't know, but I would assume yes. Yeah, yeah. Because uh, I, I, I came to you about two weeks ago. I had one episode that yeah, it was one, the second one, uh, Mike Scorantino episode. And then one day, all of a sudden, it had 145 downloads, which actually doubled its total downloads in one day. Right, and, and all we could figure out, it came out of North Carolina. So some, yeah, somebody got really excited about it and started spreading it around their company or their campus or something. Yeah, but we, yeah, that that was the part we don't know where that, that specifics that soon to be coming. Yeah, that that will. I think they'll make a lot of podcasters very happy because you know the, want to be able to analyze those analytics. Oh, for sure, and that's that's one like the most frustrating thing that people have been. Uh, have been kind of mentioning for years since since the thing started. You know, Apple really kicked things off with the iPod. Uh, they started the whole thing, hence the name. Um, but everyone's been really, really looking forward to this. And I know I have a, a lot of trouble trying to explain to to new podcasters like how the stats actually work and 
explaining why you can't see some of the analytics just because they're not out there for us to look at yet. So this is going to be a big change for the whole industry. Yeah, that, that that's great. So I do what I do on this end. I've got my Skype. I've got my plug-in that you've helped me with. I've got the microphone, the boom, and, and all of that stuff. But when I turn the files over to you, what's the magic that you guys do? And, and I know this grew, <laughs> th- th- this grew from you that now you have a team. And um, tell us about that team. Yeah, I mean, it's I could not be doing what I'm doing without the team. So big shout out to everybody that's involved. But so podcasting, as we know it in the space right now, has a few main components. One is obviously audio. That's the major one. That's the platform, uh, the foundation of the platform. Uh, there's the written, which is the show notes, transcriptions, things that go um, the written component to to each episode. And then we have visual, which sometimes is video, but not all shows do video. So it's usually artwork and graphics that correspond to the show. So we have a, a person on the team for each category there. So Hayden is our audio editor. Ben is our writer and Zach is our designer. So we're just, I'm kind of uh, slotting the different parts of each episode out to them because that's kind of what they're specialized in. They do a better job at that than I could do. And then using kind of the three of us and I'm overseeing the team, we, we put everything together. So we edit, we listen through and edit uh, mistakes. We mix and master the episode, highest production quality that we can do. Write the show notes, transcripts, pull quotes, make artwork. Um, Pete, I know you've done a, a few videos in the past, so editing the videos, pulling clips that we can use on social media, just anything that we can think of to uh, to pull content from episodes that we do. And that's a lot. Uh, I, I know some friends who have just recently uh, started a podcast, and they're not doing half or third uh, of what we're doing here. And I think it's important that we get the content out there, the show notes, the uh, the, the transcript, the uh, um, and, and you guys, uh, who's the graphics guy? Uh, Zach. Is that Zach? Zach? From, yep. Everybody loves his graphics. He is a extremely talented man. I don't know how he does it. Oh my God. Aria Greif, who I interviewed a few weeks ago, she's come back and, and still wants to keep using the, his graphics on stuff that she does, which is, <laughs> which is a testament to the work that, uh, that he does. He's, he's a wizard in his own, own right. He is. He is wonderful. That's good to hear. And, and the other thing about your team is they're not all in your basement, are they? <laughs> <laughs> like I said, when, uh, the, my first few clients were all across the globe, the team is as well. Um, Zach is here in the city with us. We went to college together. Our wives are best friends and they host their own show together. Uh, but Hayden is a few hours outside of London in the UK and Ben is near Baltimore. So we're all kind of scattered about. And actually, that's right. I was up in near him uh, last month, two months ago. We were going to try to get together. Unfortunately, it didn't work. And I told him the next time I'm back in the area, I was going to actually meet another member of the team face to face. Yes. Yeah, that would be good. And I'm actually, I have not met Ben or Hayden in person yet. So that's uh, on my list as soon as I can. Wow. That's so you've got really a, a virtual team out there. And I know you use a, a, a couple of uh, project management tools to keep this madness that you've got going organized in some manner. Uh, and I think Trello is what you're using today, right? Yes. We've, we switched to that a few months ago. Yeah. And that, that seems to be, seems to be working well. I think there's been a few hiccups, but and getting, and as part of that, I think a lot of people think that the podcast is one live and in most cases it's not. And two, I think the other thing that the, um, the myth is 
Well, it's done that week. It's like recorded on a Monday or Tuesday, and it's published on a Friday or Saturday or the <laughs> following week. And when we got together, one of the first things you told me that I needed to do is have two months of content in the can. Yes, that's the best way to go about it because the amount of time it takes to turn around an episode and then times the amount of shows that we're working on that all have an episode every week, it just makes everyone's lives easier to be you know, two weeks minimum, but much more further in advance. And just as full transparency, uh, due to scheduling, uh, due to some unforeseen notices, this actually episode is going up, I think, on Monday. So this will be one of the shortest. And I've turned into one of those clients, and I don't know how I did it. <laughs> you were, you had like, I remember when we first started uh, editing some of your shows, you had like 25 interviews already done way ahead of time, which was awesome. So we'll, that, we'll forgive you for this one. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that, that, that was great. And all of a sudden life got in the way and I looked up and I went, Oh, I'm only a month there. And then because of scheduling and, and I, I interviewed Jason Michaels this morning, I was supposed to interview him last week. And that day I lost all internet phone, everything for the entire day. So, but I'm, I'm, I'm getting back on the wagon. I, I'll get us back out there to at least two to three, two to three months in the can and, <laughs> and keep, it, keep everything, keep everything in, in, in play. Yeah. It goes quick, right? It, it, it actually, <laughs> it really does because it just seems like a new episode's put out. And the next thing you know, I blink again. I'm like, Oh, I, it's, it's Monday. Time to record. Yeah. Time to record time to do it. And, and my Mondays are all get up at six o'clock and, and start that process from my end uh, when I'm in town and, and starting to promote this uh the podcast on all of my social media which is something that uh i've, I've chosen let me ask you this advice i've chosen not, i've chosen not to do I, I was doing a weekly email to my subscribers to, to not to my itunes subscribers to who, who are in my database so i've got a weekly email out there and and i would i would bundle it up on my when i would uh put my uh, newsletter out there i'd bundle that episode into that so but email has just become so overused that i decided to not email my database on a weekly thing i just put all my i, I market all of my content out there on social media and relieve them from the stress of the email but in my monthly newsletter I include all the back episodes and links that they can go and, and, and listen to them. Right. So it's always there if they need it. Right. Because I, I don't know about you, I get a ton of email. And, and, and some of the stuff I just don't even think anymore, I, I just delete. And I know that's happening to me. If somebody's getting something at least once a week or twice a week from, they're not paying that close attention versus, oh, it's that monthly email. Maybe there's more inclined and I'm, I'm starting to get some stats in on that click rate and open rate. Right. Yeah. I mean, if, if you already have that kind of rate established with what you're already putting out, then adding a blast about the podcast in there, I don't think that would hurt. It's just, it kind of depends on your audience. And I've, I've heard from, from other peers that they have really good, you know, click through and open rates with their mailing list based on what industry they're in. But, you know, I'm a, a bad person to ask about this because I see emails come through all the time. And it, unless it's somebody that I know or recognize, I'm just kind of deleting all of them. Even if I signed up for some, I'm like unsubscribing to them just because it's just so much. It clogs you up really quickly. Yeah, I, I, I completely agree. And I even think to the point that even when people subscribe, just like that they subscribe to your newsletter or whatever, after a while, if they're not picking it up, reading it and looking at it and not finding any value in it, in it they're, just, they're just getting rid of it. But now they've also got three or four emails in that string 
So I'm, I'm just kind of focusing all trying to get the word out on, on, on social media. And, and that leads me into uh, a question that's been asked me a lot. How long is a podcast? <laughs> as long as you want it to be. But I, I've, I, early on, I, I heard this stat. The shorter, the better. 20 to 30 minutes. No more than that. <laughs> and, how, many, how many other stats and myths and things did you hear online from all the gurus? Well, yeah. Well, 73% of all statistics are made up, right? <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Uh, actually, I, I, I heard this from um, a marketing company that uh, was doing podcasting. But then again, I, I keep saying that. Three, maybe three weeks later, uh, you sent out to all uh, of your clients the podcast from the general, the vice president of something or other at Lipson, who hosts yeah. ours, who just basically said the exact opposite of it. Exactly. Yeah. And I, and I, a lot of the shows you listen to are very long. You know, I'll, I'll mention Rogan one more time, but his shows are in excess of three hours. So I don't think it's the length that really matters. I think it's the, the content and the value of the content and how. Um, how informative and engaging that is throughout the course of the episode. So if, if, if someone's finding that 20 minute episodes work better for their content, I think that's totally fine. But to say, to make a blanket statement that all podcasts should be 20 minutes long because my show does best at 20 minutes long really doesn't make any sense. That's a very good point. It's based upon the content that you have. Uh, one of my favorite long episodes, uh, is, uh, WTF by Mark Marin. Yeah. Yeah, that's another one. And anybody anybody who can interview Bruce Friedenstein face-to-face has my attention. And the president. And the, (laughs) and the, that's right. And I forgot that, but, and the president and, um, oh, who was the actor who recently died? Younger guy who was in Twister. Uh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, he interviewed, and I went back and listened to that interview. That was a great interview. But, but his go about an hour, hour and a half. So, I think to that point, so. If you're hearing that blanket statement, a podcast should only be 20 to 30 minutes, uh, take it with a grain of salt. Whatever, whatever fits your style the best and your content the best, and I think your interview style as well. Um, my, my interview style is, I, I get, uh, are you going to send me any questions? Uh, I can just tell you the question. First, we're going to start. You're going to tell us a little bit about yourself, and then we're going to run from that. We're going to turn it into a conversation. Exactly. Where, where I've been asked to be on podcasts and I receive a list of questions beforehand. And I don't know. It, it's just me. It just seems way too scripted. It, it doesn't, right. it doesn't feel like it flows very well. Well, I mean, back to the uniqueness and you know, the, the reason podcasting is, is so popular. I think it's because we have the freedom in this space to do whatever we want. So people that, if, you, if you've been into radio and you're kind of over how scripted things can get and how formal or, you know, censored or whatever uh, that, that some of those traditional media outlets can be, then you like to hear more unstructured conversation. You like to feel like you're just hanging out with some people in a room and chatting about marketing or chatting about Star Wars or whatever it is. So I think that's one of the best aspects of our space and to try to restrict it and like structure it based around a few questions might work based on the show, but a lot of times I feel that's just, uh, that's just short-sighted. Yeah, I, I, I tend to agree because you want more of a, uh, of a conversation, even if, you, even if you're not even interviewing. If you're, if you're talking on a subject, uh, you, you're not reading it from a, from a script. Uh, you're just, you've got some bullet points in your head, you get some bullet points on your sheet, and you're just having that conversation. Right. Uh, you mentioned Star Wars. Do you know any good Star Wars podcast episodes that are out there? <laughs> 
<laughs> uh, I know a few. No, I know a few. No, if you can, can you can you share because I. Any of those with us? Because I, I know I've got to have some Star Wars fans out, <laughs> out in my audience. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, so I mentioned once I got into the space, I started off by recording my own show with, with my buddy. Uh, so we started that in 2014. It's called Rogue Squadron Podcast. And we sit around, have a few beers, and talk about what's going on in the Star Wars world. And we are actually on a summer hiatus at the moment. Um, so no new episodes for the past month or so, but there's a pretty big catalog out there. I think we're up to, I think we're up to about 108 before we took a pause over the course of a few years. So feel free to check that out. It's, it's very, uh, very raw, uncensored, just chatting. So beware. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that, that begs the question, um, why the hiatus? And, and, the re- and the reason why I'm asking is, is I have a friend, Rick Roberts, who has a podcast, School of Laughs. And he's been doing it for about a couple of years, but then he decided to, to change his format instead of every week. He started going every other week because he wanted to accomplish some other goals uh, on finishing a couple of books. And, and, and that's why he kind of, you know, went on a little slower path. What, what was, if you don't mind me asking, what was the purposes of the, of the hiatus? So uh, my co-host and best friend, uh, Paul, he got a job promotion and he's actually moving out of the city of Columbus. Um, so we're trying to figure out how we want to uh, set up the recordings now that he's going to be out of the city. You know, we've, we always do things. The two of us at least are in the room together. We're in house and we might have guests through Skype, but we're always together. We've been doing video and the show really relies on kind of that interaction between, between me and him. So we're trying to do some tests and, and see how it's going to work now that we'll be uh, doing doing things over Skype or something like that and trying to figure out the best way before we before we come back. We basically want to just have the plan in place, maybe do a little bit of a rebrand, kind of do like maybe we'll do season four of the show or something and then come back strong. Okay, that's that, that's good. And rebranding. So have you have you had any podcasts that have been out there for a while and they said, you know what, I want to take it in a maybe another direction and maybe we need to rebrand brand this or or if that happens is it like we we stop this one brand of the podcast and we have that come to an end and then we start a whole new podcast and move forward usually what's happened is we'll kind of break things out into seasons so you know a very typical scenario is that someone kind of produced by themselves a batch of episodes they got some traction, they got a little bit of an audience, but they realize how much work's involved or they're not getting, they're not happy with the quality that they're currently getting. So maybe they'll come to us and they'll say, we're going to take a pause for two months. We're going to get ready, do some new recordings, maybe redo the logo, update the website, get things prepped, and then we'll launch with a season two and then we'll kind of go from there. Okay, that's, that's, that's good information. And I think another question I hear a lot of is, do you make any money on your podcast? Have you, <laughs> have you, <laughs> have you monetized it? And I think that's an, that's an excellent question to ask, but it's hard to do. Would that be safe to say? Uh, yes. It's not, not only is it hard to do, it's not what you would think it is. And, um, I, I've seen a lot of people that want, they see how popular podcasting is and they want to start a podcast so that they can get ads and make money from the podcast, which I always say is a short-term viewpoint. That's not the way you want to go about it. It's not going to be effective. And what's going to happen, as I mentioned, all the iTunes updates that are coming soon to the world of podcasting, these new detailed analytics 
are literally going to let you see what parts of your show get skipped over. So now all the hosts are going to be able to see how many of their advertisements actually get fast forwarded through. And I don't think that's going to make the advertisers very happy because so many of that, so much of that uh, relies on we're going to pay you X dollars for how many plays you get for this episode that our ad currently is on. So I think this is going to really disrupt things. So no idea what's going to happen, but something is definitely going to change once that comes out. So monetizing the show from day one, I try to kind of sway people away from. I don't think that is a good long-term way to go about starting a show. I always say you want to focus on the content. You want to focus on the value. You want to make sure that you're involved in a space that you that you know something about that you're passionate about that you can actually like bring a good show to your audience ads i think are going away i'm surprised they're not gone already i think they're going away very quickly so that's interesting to hear and what about uh, i hear affiliate marketing and, and some of these other strategies on monetizing and I, I assume it's the same type of viewpoint as well well and my advice usually is that you're going to monetize your show through some other channel that isn't actually your show. So if you're in, a, in the business world, if you're the best marketer in your space that you know of, you start a show about marketing, you, you teach people about it, you interview other expert marketers, you do case studies about marketing companies, etc. Now you are the go-to guy or girl in that space. So now people are coming to you, you're the expert at whatever you're doing, and now that you have uh, a dedicated listener base that knows you're the expert and that trusts you, and they, they kind of know you a little bit from listening to the show, now you have a potential base of warm leads that if you have a product or service or private coaching or something that you want to offer, now all that is prepped and ready to go. And then you can monetize the show through your actual business as opposed to putting ads for a company that no one wants to listen to. Right. It's, it's that authority marketing, that, that becoming that content expert to help raise that brand in order to help grow your business versus having ads and affiliate marketing and some of these other uh, things that are out there. Uh, as we begin to wrap up, I, I think let's take an opportunity to um, promote some of your other podcasts that you, you produce. Let's give them a little bit of airtime, if you, if you don't mind, if you want to share a few of them. Sure. Yeah, I would, I would love to. Um, uh, Milestone from that just happened uh, earlier this week. So uh, the Balanced Blonde podcast, an awesome lifestyle, health and wellness blogger from LA. Her name is Jordan Younger. Her show just crossed a million downloads uh, earlier this week. So that's a huge milestone. Whoa. Yeah. So we're very excited about that one. Pete, obviously your show, can't recommend it enough. Hayden and the, and the crew always always say that they're uh, it's one of the our favorite shows that we get to work on. Uh, launched earlier this year, we started a show, The One Thing, which is based around the principles of The One Thing book by Gary Keller and Jay Papazan out of Keller Williams in Austin, Texas. So that's definitely one that I would recommend checking out. So uh, any others out there that... that um, give me one more that you produce, other, other than your own, uh, that you would recommend to my audience. Uh, so here's a good one. It's, it's called Manage to Engage. Um, this is by Joseph Shapiro. Uh, he was originally with Refound.com, if anyone's uh, familiar with, with that site, along with Jonathan Raymond. But we're working on this show, and it's all episodes that are, that are coming from coaching calls. The purpose of the show is to focus on company culture, management strategies, 
what are the things that are actually going on in your business with your team, with your employees that are, that are affecting the productivity, affecting the culture, affecting your relationships in business. So this is one of those that I, I was talking about earlier where it's not an interview so much as it is like a coaching session or like an actual one-on-one consultation that we're kind of turning into episodes. So that's, that's a good one that I would recommend. I think there'd be a good overlap there. So tell me about that one. So you say it's a coaching session. So the the person who's got the podcast, they've done this coaching session with an individual and are they taking that coaching session and turning that into a case study and then having the discussion on the podcast about it? Yeah, that's exactly it. Yep. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah, it's an it's a good way to go about it. And I think um, besides an actual uh, interview style, it's interesting to kind of feel like you're in the room with someone when they're they're getting coached or when they're having a conversation. I, I've meant I've said before, kind of like a, a fly on the wall as to this this mentorship that's happening back and forth between between a group of people. It's it's very interesting. You just kind of get to listen in on what's going on. Oh, so you're actually listening in on the conversation. So they, they've given them the rights that they could record their coaching call and have it broadcast later. Exactly. Yeah. Oh, wow. That's a, that's, a, that's a really interesting concept. So there's, yeah, there's some detailed and some, uh, some in-depth information going on, which is good to hear. And what's the name of that podcast? It's called Manage to Engage. Manage to Engage. I'm going to add that to, to my list of podcasts. Uh, podcast that i listen to uh, one last question are you are you seeing is podcasting a generational thing those from the listener's perspective and you're going to say well we'll find out in a few months when apple releases the, analyt- <laughs> the analytics but just, just uh, anecdotal what do, what do you think i don't think so um i think like a lot of these technologies like facebook and everything you know it it, it definitely starts skewed younger but as it gets more popular, you just you can't deny like how big it's getting, and it's across all genres now. I mean, there's hosts, there's shows, there's topics, and there's listeners from all age ranges, from all industries. It's it's really all over the place. Wow, that's cool because you know I hear a lot uh, from my baby boomer friends. Oh, that's just a millennial thing, okay, guys. <laughs> really, it's not, they may have started it, but it's not. It, it's it's that or the one that I get is where where can I watch your podcast? And I go, well, I do have a few episodes that I have put out there on video, but primary podcasting is from an audio perspective. And it's 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 a little bit surprising because I have heard that even though I've been doing this for a year and podcasting has been out there for a while, it's still very much growing and, and growing at a fast rate. And there's still a lot of the population who have no idea what a podcast even is. Yeah, and I mean, speaking of growth, when Apple did their uh, their press conference or their conference last week, a thousand new podcasts are added every single week. So there's a thousand brand new shows that are popping up every week, uh, and there were ten billion total listens and or downloads throughout the year 2016. Wow! So it's definitely going up. It's been going up since since they came out, uh, frankly, and I don't think it's going anywhere. I in terms of the the awareness of it and how you access them, I really would like to see some sort of, I don't know if it would be a marketing campaign or something, but a lot of people I run into, maybe they've heard of it, but they don't know how easy it is to get to. Like when people have asked me about the shows, I just like, I'm pull, pull out your phone. There's a podcast app. It's already on your phone. You just got to click it, search up, and you can find anything that you want. So it's it's growing, but it's still it's still not as widespread as I would like to see it at. 
or thought it would be. But true. But podcasting really started about ten years ago, right? Yeah, we, we, uh, right around when the when the first iPod uh, came out. Man, I feel old now, but okay, because uh, <laughs> I I still had that first iPod somewhere in the house. Uh, <laughs> but it, but it has grown, and as you said, for uh, how many a day, thousand a day, uh, a thousand new shows per week per week are getting created and added to the store. Yeah, wow. That's yeah, um, it's, it's pretty staggering. That, that is pretty staggering, and that's good news because it's. I know, I I I love listening to them, especially when I'm when I'm in the car driving because I can consume so much information, learn so many different things, and uh, I'm so thrilled that I stumbled upon you and your company because you guys have done an outstanding job. I, I tell anybody who asks me about podcasting, I, I I give them two pieces of advice: one do it. It's well worth it. It's well worth the investment. And two, use podcast masters to make you look better. <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Pete. It's been a, a pleasure working with the show. I mean, this, a lot of us are hosts of shows or involved in other podcasts um, outside of what we do for our clients. So this is just what we love to do. Just fortunate that we can make it our, uh, our full-time work. Cool. Well, I, I give you all congratulations and, and I wish you best business in this next year. And I know you'll help me continue to grow this podcast to reach a larger audience. And I can't thank you enough. And thank you for taking time because I, I know there's a lot of my listeners who want to learn more about podcasting. And like I said, we pulled the curtain away and we just talked to the wizard of podcasting. That's Cody. <laughs> so thank you very much again, Cody. Thank you, Pete. Appreciate it. I would like to thank Cody again for being a guest today and sharing his thoughts about podcasting. If you're interested in starting your own podcast, you can find Podcast Masters at podcastmasters.net or you can email him at Cody D Boyce, B O Y C E, at gmail.com. Listen, learn, and earn. I have partnered with the Maryland Association of CPAs and the Business Learning Institute to bring an exciting new learning opportunity for accounting professionals to earn CPE credits. You can earn up to one CPE credit for each completed podcast episode purchased for only $29 through the Maryland Association of CPAs and the Business Learning Institute self-study website. The podcast episodes are mobile-friendly. Open your browser on your smartphone, tablet, or computer, go to the MACPA BLI self-study account, and listen to an episode. Take the review and final exam while you're working out or after listening to an episode on your commute to and from work. It's that easy. While all selected Improv No Joke podcasts are available on my website, only those purchased through the MACPA BLI self-study website are eligible for CPE credit. You can get detailed instructions by visiting my website at petermargaritas.com and clicking on the graphic Improv is No Joke for CPE on my homepage. I hope you enjoy this exciting and flexible new way of earning CPE credit. Remember, you can subscribe to my podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, and Google Play. If you'd like to purchase a personalized signed copy of my book, Improv is No Joke, use the improvisation to create positive results in leadership and life for $14.99 and the shipping's free. Please go to my website and you'll see the available now on my homepage. Just click and go to the shopping cart. In addition, you can now download Improv is No Joke audiobook for $10. 
You can follow me on social media. You can find me on Facebook by searching The Accidental Accountant. On Twitter, my Twitter handle is at pmargaritas. Connect with me on LinkedIn by searching my name and on Instagram by searching pmargaritas. In episode 56, it is the one-year anniversary of the podcast, and I interview Clark Price, who was my very first guest last year. We have a discussion about the challenges social media is having on leadership. So thank you again for listening, and remember to use the principles of improvisation to help you adapt to a changing landscape. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.